From the virtual newsroom in Levittown, this is the Pod Squad. I'm J.D. Mullane, columnist for the Bucks County Courier-Times. And I'm Phil John Ficaro, columnist for the Intelligencer. We're in the heart of debate season. From the presidency to the vice presidency to the congressional races, we're in the heart of debate season. We know it's a contest of appearances for the most part, but what purpose do these debates really serve? Uh, do they really change anyone's view? Phil, a uh, word this morning uh, that uh, the debate commission has, uh, for the second presidential debate, has decided to change the rules and make it virtual. And the president saying live on TV this morning that he's going to take a pass on that because he thinks it's a way for them to control the microphone. Your thoughts on that? Um, what I think is uh, that the commission takes uh, coronavirus much more seriously than the president. Uh, you know, it's clear what they want, why they want to do this. They just don't want to gather people while he's infected. Um, you know, it's very convenient um, for the president to bow out here. I mean, let's face it. He likes to get in the ring. It's hard and it's hard for him to be the bully when they're on a TV screen, you know, when they're on a screen. He wants to be six to 12 feet away from Joe Biden to see maybe this time he can rattle him the way he couldn't in the past. Like, at least that's the way I look at it. Yeah, well, getting back to the question posed here also, uh, do these debates really make a difference? I mean, um, I, I think they're helpful in that they help you take the measure of a person's personality, whether they're quick on their feet, whether they're they witty, if they make you laugh. Very rarely do any of these debates uh, turn a presidential election. I think maybe Reagan, Carter did with "There you go again," and are you better off? Sure. Now? Yeah, you know, if you've got some memorable line, yeah. you know, you're no Jack Kennedy, you know that that kind of right. thing yeah. um, that people will remember. But by and large, historically, the needle really doesn't move one way or another. And you know, with the access that everyone has now to information, twenty four seven, you know, internet and television and radio and you pretty much know who these folks are. You've seen them, you've seen them, you've heard them, you've read about them. You know, years ago, it just wasn't the case. Uh, you know, unless you were watching the nightly news, you really didn't see a president or a candidate speaking. Um, and now yeah. it's, and now it's, again, it's, it's whenever you want it, even if you miss it live, you go online, yeah. you see the video, you listen to audio, you know, again, I think it's just, it's a little bit of theater. Um, um, and, you know, given, given the president and how combustible he gets, it's, it's almost like must see, like, what's he going to do now? Is he going to control himself? Is he going to, is he going to try to lay back? Because the last time uh, they debated, you know, he sort of just exploded and, you know, his advisors were advising against that approach, but, you know, now I guess we're not going to see because he's bowing out because he can't be in the same room with with Joe Biden. Yeah, well, he probably feels he can he can do better on his own. Look, you know, that first presidential debate was a mess. Yes, it was. Uh, the one and only vice presidential debate uh, was far calmer and more <laughs> informative, too. It was. You know, say, oh, they didn't answer the question. And they did. And I mean, uh, Kamala Harris you know, did not tell the truth about fracking. It's on video. She's opposed to it, you know, on federal land. And then there's going to be legislation to oppose it. 
everywhere else in places like PA. Um, you know, and down here in in Bucks County, in the uh, in the congressional race, we had a we had a pretty good debate at Bucks County Community College between uh, the incumbent Republican Brian Fitzpatrick and uh, the Democrat challenger Christine Finello. So, you know, you've seen all three of those, Phil. Have have, have you changed your mind uh, in no. terms of how you're going to vote? No. Yeah, I, I you know everybody. Everybody's pretty much dug in. Look, it's it's nice to get an a, 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 an additional peek at them in in uh, in debates, um, but you can almost you can almost predict what each of them is going to say, what what questions each of them will avoid or not answer or lie about, uh, even before the debates begin. Um, but I, I guess there's some benefit to having them. You know, in the case of um, in the case of uh, the congressional debate that we attended, um, you know, it was and you, you and I discussed this when we uh, we did a, a video afterwards. Um, it was interesting to me, and you know, you and I discussed this that you know, Christina Christina Finello was talking about what a native to Lower Bucks County she was, and how she was sort of hanging her hat on that uh, to some extent, and and you know. 12 feet away from her is a guy is a guy who grew up here as well. Um, so that was curious to me. Um, but getting back to your point, I, I, I don't know that we learn anything more that is going to sway us one way or another. I think everybody's pretty much dug in from the start um, because we we've seen and heard what their positions are for months. Yeah. Well, you know. Well how, about, well, how about you? Did did, did you see or hear anything? No. In, in, in any of in any of the debates that? No, it's 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 theater, and it uh, is theater. I, I did learn something, and we talked about you know things close to home here in the first district to Bucks County. Um, you know, we were at the community college. We were in the room uh, with Fitzpatrick and Finello, and you know, uh, Christina and and. Uh, the other Democrats in the collar counties have largely maintained radio silence uh, since January. We've tried, you know, many times to uh, get Finello to talk to us to come on this podcast, you know, to discuss things. And I, I don't know if she doesn't want to or somebody is telling her not to do it because they're all doing the same thing. All the Democrats are doing the same thing. I guess they figure their uh, their social media play uh, online uh, will carry the day. But, uh, you know, after the debate, I did ask her, you know, she she said during the debate rather that, uh, uh, you know, basically that black, uh, not Black Lives Matter, uh, Antifa is an idea, you know, uh, not an organization or words that effect. So I wanted, afterward, I wanted to clarify that. And I asked her, is Antifa an idea or is it an organization? And she told me that, uh, you know, no expert has weighed in on that. So as far as she's concerned, it's it's just an idea. You know, there's no real form to it. So I thought that was interesting because we can clearly see, as I told her on TV, these black clad Antifa guys, somebody's organizing them. Uh, they may not have a letterhead or an office headquarters, but uh, they certainly have cell phones. And, uh, you know, it it. it clearly has all the marks of some sort of loosely organized 
group. I don't know how you feel about it, but that out of the out of the debate, that pretty much was was all I learned that she yeah, and would prefer experts instead of her own, you know, applying her own common sense and what she can see with her own lying eyes. What you and I agreed uh, about after the debate, as we spoke, was they there doesn't seem to be a lot of difference in the way they view policy, right? There's there there were just like kind of pick and choose kind of things, um, and uh, you know who wouldn't answer what question, who answered it not completely, but they don't seem to have a a huge difference in how they view no and, uh, and, and Canelo tried to tie Fitzpatrick to Trump and well that's ridiculous I mean because if there's anybody who dislikes Donald Trump it's Brian Fitzpatrick if there's any Republican who dislikes other him, other other than voting not to impeach him right because right. you know what why did he say that because it was all you know uh you know smoke and mirrors well you and I disagree on that but yeah, but anyway, you know, anyway. look, he, uh, he, he, you ask any conservative Republican, any Trump supporter uh, in Bucks County how they feel right. about Brian Fitzpatrick, and they'll laugh at that. They don't, they don't see uh, Brian as uh, as Trump's handmaiden here in Bucks County. Yeah, he he has a voting record, and 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 it's I think it's sixty five percent of the time with Trump. That's some, but 35%, more than a third of the time against, you know, your party's president, you know, the president and, and, and a member of your party is, that's a lot of difference. It's a lot of daylight, no matter what the Democrats say. There's the, you know, Brian has uh, his uh, uh, campaign signs all around Bucks County saying that he's been indicated as the most independent voice in Congress. And that's probably true, right. you know. Uh, he's got his points of view and I disagree with a lot of them. Uh, but I do believe his points of view are based on principle and some politics. You know, he is in the first district. This is not the Bible belt. It's not that kind of district. He needs, you know, moderate, uh, Democrats. And so he makes a play for them. So he really is kind of the, you know, the, the perfect congressman for this, for this district, this moderate district. It's um, it was curious to me where uh, how um, how Finello tried to uh, tie um, Brian to the president wholly when the facts clearly don't reflect that um, she had to know about that 64 to 65 percent uh, figure. So I, I wonder why why she would go there. Well, it's the old. There's another, but there's another. There's another way to. Yeah. There's another way to attack him and try to link him. Um, you know, I may have gone with the impeachment uh, 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 approach. Uh, how he how he uh, is aligned with with uh, with the president because the because the the 65 percent figure is something she had to know existed, right? Yeah, and and look, uh, that's an interesting point throughout the presidential and. The, pres the vice presidential debate debates and the congressional debates here in uh, in Bucks County, we haven't heard the word impeachment come up once. That was a right. huge thing. Why, why do you suppose that is? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, if I was her in that debate, I might have dug into that just a little bit. Because it's a loser for the Democrats. That's why. 
That's well, why they I don't mention it. That's why no, they don't I, get any mileage out. They thought that was their golden ticket to get him out of office or at least at least tarnish him. And it didn't work. It backfired. They 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 it was a it was a uh, exploding cigar in their faces. And that's why they don't mention it, Phil. And I would people can I would. go on and on about how it was, you know, the Russians. It wasn't the Russians that that won uh, Trump the White House. It was Hillary taking taking a week off in August and September, you know, measuring for drapes in the Oval Office. She thought it was a cakewalk. She read the the um, polls and the polls were wrong because they weren't polling, you know, white blue collar males with high school educations, and they still aren't, by the way. So you know, watch what we what we didn't the see thing was a, a bust. It was a huge bust. What we didn't you know, see during the uh, congressional debate was a, a fly landing on anyone's head, uh, which was juvenile. kind of kind of comic comic relief last night. That's what the, that's what the political elites and the Beltway focus on. I knew it as soon as I saw that. As soon as I saw that fly land on you ignore the it. president's hair, I thought, "I'll bet you Twitter's exploding right now with of all course. these highly educated uh, maroons." You know, uh, but you know what? As opposed like as a opposed high school or something, you know, oh look at a fly on his head. As it's opposed ridiculous. to the pre as opposed to the presidential debate, at least there was some kind of comic relief. Uh, well, but you know what? Uh, getting getting back to the vice presidential debate, you know, they they both tried to make their points. They were civil. Um, you know, I kind of felt sorry for Pence at times because he's got to sit there and try to defend Donald Trump and, and his, his defense or attempted defense of, of how the president has dealt with this coronavirus. I, I almost felt sorry for him. He's put in a bad situation there. He's a, I mean, obviously he's a better debater than the president. Um, but he didn't show any, I mean, there's no energy to him. There's no spark. You know, he, he did as well as he could, given, you know, what he had to work with because of the way Trump has has bungled the, the coronavirus. Yeah, I think it was a contrast. And, you know, uh, the vice president trying to have this kind of Olympian air about him with his measured way he answers right. the questions. Yes. And when the camera, uh, you know, focused on Kamala Harris, I thought I just saw the, the smug face of political elitism, that kind of smirk, you know, that kind of contempt. You can almost see the cameras almost picking up, you know, the thought bubbles in her head about Mike Pence. And, and I wonder how much of the rest of the country saw that. In the end, you know, uh, who cares who went, who won the debate? You know, nobody says that history never doesn't record that any debate you know, turn to presidential election. <clears throat> it's going to be how many people get out uh, right. that five percent in the middle or whatever it is who come out to vote. And if you get, you know, more uh, suburban college educated uh, white women from Bucks County out to the polls, then Biden wins. If you get more, you know, white blue collar males uh, with high school diplomas out to the polls, then Trump gets a second term. It's as simple as that. You know, we shouldn't complicate it with policy. And, you know, I, I, just one point uh, on the substance of the vice presidential debate, there's this question of, uh, of a power grab by the Democratic Party in packing the Supreme Court because they're, you know, the conservatives are about to, you know, win the sweepstakes with uh, this uh, judicial nominee, uh, Amy Coney Barrett. And, you know, she's a conservative. She's a Scalia-style conservative. And that might 
be the end of Roe versus Wade. We don't know uh, how. Maybe they'll leave some parts in place. Who knows how they'll split if they split. But, um, you know, so they're going to pack the court. And every time uh, Joe Biden or last night Kamala Harris was, was asked about this, they don't answer the question, which, of course, is a yes. They're going to pack the court. Right. And why? And why? They say no. No, we're not going to do that because the country why knows. That. And why might they? Because the, so because they can, the, they because the, the Republicans court. are playing by different rules this time. Right. They didn't they didn't want to uh, they didn't want to uh, confirm uh, Obama's nominee. Right. Because it was and look, I don't want to relitigate that because but no, but be, that's but that, be clear that, on that. But Listen, that is the reason that's the reason that they may pack the court. No, that that, that the reason is because they lost the election because their ideas don't win. The fact is, the Democratic Party right now, Phil, is a minority party in this country. The values, the planks, the platform of the Democratic Party does not reflect the average American's values. They are a party that is clustered on the coasts and in large cities run by Democrats. That's their constituency. It's no place else. There's no constituency for Joe Biden. There's no groundswell for this guy. You know, he was picked no. for a very practical reason. You know, he, he, he will there. do basically he will be the kind of president that that the, the party elites tell him to be. You can see it and he's fading. You can see that he's not the same man he was. We're very familiar with Joe Biden in Bucks County. He's come here many times. I've met him twice. He's not the same man. He's fading. And you as a sideline, ironically, you know, Trump saved him in those debates because he was fading and forgetting his place and forgetting his point. And Trump, you know, by by harassing him, you know, saved uh, saved him from the country seeing that. So, you know, he lives to fight another day. You know, you met. You mentioned that the Democrats don't reflect this country. The yep. polls will say something differently. The Republicans are in charge of a country now that has a bad economy, a, a COVID epidemic, uh, epidemic that a pandemic that the president has denied from the start. Racial strife, uh, climate change issues. Uh, you know, he couldn't answer a white supremacy uh, uh, question, which is easy to answer if you feel a certain way. This is what. This is the Republican Party that's running this country, and I think that's why they're in trouble this time. Well, who's running the who's running the Rust Belt states that shut down the economies from New Jersey to Michigan? Who's who's running those states? Who who made that decision to throw their state economy uh, in, into the into the trash into the uh, trash can, you know, so to speak? Uh, that, that it wasn't Republicans. Those were all yeah. Democrat governors. Do do they get any blame for that? Do they or do well, they skate? Is what it happened? Fault? Well, it, you have to go to the root of the problem. Trump knew all about this virus back in January. Knew about it. We have we have proof of it in Bob Woodward's book, right? Audio recordings, and he just yeah, I know it's serious, but I'm not going to tell anybody about and, it. And and the that's, and that's and dangerous more than it's irresponsible. And, and if, he had, if he had addressed it. If he had addressed it back then, maybe we wouldn't have 211,000 people dead. And we what wouldn't. you're saying is that the, that the Democrats didn't know. They did know. What they I'm saying is the man, the man at the top has to take the bullets because he knew. He knew this eight months ago. And when he shut down the uh, travel, when he had a travel ban on China, what did Joe Biden call that? It wasn't, wasn't an entire ban on uh, travel ban. 
I mean, we 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 know that. No, he's, they were they were American citizens. He's framing. He's framing. Well, and they could have been infected, right? Well, they were being. It wasn't, it wasn't a complete travel ban. No, because when they came back, they were tested. When they came back, they were tested to see if they had the virus. It that would be nice. Part of the travel ban. Speaking of testing, it would have been nice if the rest of us had access to testing early on in this, but we didn't. Yeah, well, like I said, I think that, uh, you know, whoever you get out to the polls. Get out uh, and vote. Who's going to decide this election, Phil? Get out and, and vote uh, or, or mail your ballot in. Yeah, and I really don't know. I, I thought, um, you are know. Are you going to the polls or are you mailing? What's that? Are you going to the polls or are you going to mail your ballot? I'm going to the polls. I'm not afraid of this stuff. I mean, I, I just, I don't, I really well, you sound, I, I don't, you, I don't share everybody's you, mortal you fear. You sound just like a, somebody. Of a virus. I'm not that afraid has of this virus. percent survival rate. I'm just going by the science, Phil. I'm just going by the data. I'm I making this, I'm making a data-driven decision here. I you know, hope My chances of, of perishing from, from coronavirus are, are like, you know, 3%. I'll I take those ads. I hope you stay healthy because I'm not doing this by myself. What's that? I hope you stay healthy because I don't want to do this by myself. Yeah, well, I hope you stay healthy <laughs> too. I enjoy doing this. And that's all the time we have for today. Get our podcast wherever you get yours. Read our columns and our award-winning content on our websites. I'm J.D. Mullane. I'm Phil John Ficaro. For all of us here in the virtual newsroom in Levittown, thanks for listening and thanks for reading.